Welcome back to the Equipped Man Podcast, the podcast where we explore what it means to be a man of God in the 21st century. I'm your host, Luke Wentz. And today I am joined by Devin, Derek, and Levi. Welcome, guys. Welcome back. Hey, Luke. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Guess we did okay last time. You did. <laughs> Individually and now together. Yes. Because the fun thing is, in a way, you guys are all related. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Well, if you ask Levi, he'll call us friends. Oh, my yeah. goodness. He yeah. Does. I mean, he if I were this. Levi, I'm not sure I'd want he to does. claim you guys every day. He either. does this thing. So, okay, I'll just say it. So, Devin and I are, we're half brothers. We have different dads. Levi married our sister, Devin's full sister. We don't look at it as that, right? But right. if right. you look at us, he's brown and I'm white. So, you just know that we probably, there's something going on there. Right. But Levi, we get all the cousins together, right? All of our we all have kids that are similar-ish in age, and Levi would be like, "Oh, let's go get together with our friends." And we're all everyone else says like cousins, <laughs> and it's like friends, and so we give. Them, that's why. That's why I said that. Just giving a hard time about it. I only have one comeback. I said, "Family, you can't choose, but friends, you can choose." Yeah, yeah. So then yeah, he turns it. Some, I, we're making fun I, I of see, him. And he yeah. makes it nice, right? Yeah, I so. see. Yeah, but honestly, I just frankly don't think about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. Levi's taking the high road. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty good at that. He's good, he's good at that. Most of the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I brought you guys in here, um, A, to see how you guys are doing. Yes, we did have fun um, on all the individual podcasts, and I wanted to bring you guys back, and I will bring you guys back more often um, on a hopefully recurring basis, as long as our schedules line up. Um, but how are you guys doing? It's it's now 2024. It's now February. Um for people that don't know, we are in the Kansas City area, and there is a, a big football co- game coming up so that some people are interested in. So, <laughs> yeah, you're excited about that, right, Luke? <laughs> <clears throat> to a degree, I am. Yes. The good thing is you're doing good, and you're not you're not sad. Yeah. Or downtrodden. No. About your team losing. Oh it's, my! It's just team. football. Your hometown team beat your favorite team. That's true. If you want to call it hometown. Yeah. The town I live in. Yeah. Yeah. My home is in this town. Yeah. 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 We'll call it that. Seba- Sebastian today told me that he's going to he's gonna root for the 49ers. Yeah. And I asked him why. I was like, make sure you have a reason why. Because if you go to school and say you're going to root for the 49ers, people are going to look at you weird and probably make fun of you. So make sure why. Well, the Chiefs always win. <laughs> All right, rooting for the underdog. Okay, there you go. Christian podcast here. We're like, you know what? I'm not going to go for God anymore because God always wins. <laughs> oh my! I'm going to choose. Okay. Way to twist that. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Yeah, yeah. It was it was funny because we were. I was in your high B with Uriah. Yeah, and uh, so I've been a Broncos fan. Yeah, you know, I, I'm. I t- he doesn't get the concept. He's three and a half, right? He's oh, yeah. four. Oh yeah. Um, but he's he doesn't get the concept of like now it's the playoffs. The Broncos are not and have not been competitive for a long time. And so, <laughs> um, I said, hey buddy, now like we're we're rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah. And he goes, but dad, we, we don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> and so we're in high V yesterday or the day before, and uh, we're walking right past all of the Chiefs gear that they have, and yeah. this dude. Behind me, like five or six feet, just starts yelling, Boo Chiefs, Boo Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> and you got all these people around with their Chiefs gear on. And, and oh, yeah. so that was, uh, yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, he doesn't get the concept of like, if we don't like one team at this point, then we shouldn't like them at any point. Right. You know, which I, 
Hey, if he's that's gonna die be, hard, yeah, that's if he's die gonna, hard fan. If he's gonna be like that. That's fine. Yeah, that is. I can respect <laughs> that. And then you don't have the confusion or the. He's not gonna be back and forth. You got him trained. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that of the team that they support, but I can respect <laughs> the training. Do the same thing with my kid. No, Truman. No, there's no but there's no other teams you can like. You cannot like any other teams. <laughs> and it's worked so far. Yeah. I've had to put out some fires a couple times. I'm like, no, no. And I just cut the interest off and he's like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Immediately turn on some Chiefs music or something to brainwash him yeah. a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> hey, you're a pro- you're a product of your environment. You are. So. You are. And and you know, I, that's one thing that I always say about the way I was raised was I, I was, you know, kinda like Levi. I was raised around a lot of military people. So it's like mm. people are moving all the time. People aren't, you know, nine times out of 10, people aren't from that area. So whatever team they root for is wherever they're from. So it's like I grew up in Nebraska for the most part. I had never heard of the University of Nebraska until like I was in eighth grade. Wow. And that's a major university up there, yeah. you know? And like I did, I had no idea what this, they were like, Nebraska. And I'm like, what about it? What, what it this it's it's the state we live in. What are you talking about? You know, so so this whole like rooting for where you're at is yeah. like for the longest time it was a foreign concept to me. Yeah. That's so. awesome. It's a different perspective. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So uh to get to the meat of this, I brought you guys here to talk about goals, goal setting. Um, you know, I like I said, I know it's the beginning of twenty twenty four still. And I know a lot of people are big on like, what's my resolution? And, you know, how can I stick to that? You know, all the the 10,000 people that are going to the gym January 2nd and (laughs) January 5th, the gym's empty. Um, But like in a a real way, you know, especially in in a way as as Christian kingdom men, what does goal setting look like? And and what are some good steps to, to like walk that out? You know, it's like, what are some good strategies for, for keeping track of these goals? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, as we are in February now, most people who probably set some goals, they probably have already fallen short or they're not on track or they're like, oh, you know, you almost get into like, oh, well, well, I'll get it going at some point. And that's the biggest thing really with your goal is why are you doing it? Mm. And if you don't, like really understanding at the deepest core of who you are, like why? And if you don't have that, you won't you won't commit to it. You won't do it. Like if you're working out just to work out or get in shape, it's probably not enough. Like, why are you actually doing that? Why is it important to you? Why does it matter? And I don't think we take enough time. We just say goals. No. Right. But what's it going to actually take to do that? Do we really want that thing bad enough to do those steps that are required to achieve the goal, whatever it is. Right. So like the, the why, the why matters. And I, I, I have a lot of personal development background from just my twenties and different businesses. I did network marketing, had a lot of different mentors. And one of my, one of them most recently said, you know, you can't, you can't really just like, you can set goals, but goals are like to be like a, a reach, like to go further than whatever you're else you're trying to achieve. So like you don't, there's goals and there's commitments. Okay. A commitment is I'm committed to achieving this. So we will, we will, call it goals far and wide people call it like your goal yeah but a goal doesn't isn't necessarily a must it's like that would a nice to have okay right so let's say you're a salesman and your goal is to get ten thousand dollars in sales a month but what are you committed to getting no matter what okay no matter what it takes yeah 
if you don't have that mentality, it really doesn't matter what your goal is. It has to be like you have to have to have it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, kind of from corporate world and, and just training, like I was always taught the the SMART. You know, whenever you're setting a goal, it's the SMART acronym. You know, what is it? Specific, measurable, acquirable, um, relatable? No. Is it? I don't remember the rest of it. I, I, yeah. I remember and, you talking but about I, And that. I know timely. Yeah. Realistic. I was realistic. Say, realistic. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, that's that's what I was always taught. But mm. yeah, I like the the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it really does. There's a book called It Starts With Why. And it's like, it's really mm. understanding like what your why is for the goal. Yeah. So otherwise, that's good. You know, you're not your your job. Like, are you excelling at your job, or are you just getting your job done? And if your goal is just to like the why of you're doing it is like just to make money, you're probably just doing what you need to do to make to like keep your job. Yeah. But you're not going to go beyond that because it's not really important to you mm. in your core. You know. Right. Mm. Yeah, I guess. And and so I'm going to jump in here real quick because setting goals is not a strength of mine, but. You know, as we were even talking about the topic and then I was talking with my wife and stuff like that, I was like, it's probably something we should definitely do more of. Like I have things I want to be better at or whatever, but never really – I guess my struggle of putting pen to paper per se is is like, okay, I can think up several good things, Mm -hmm. but like what do I actually want to commit to and make a commitment to? Like how do you guys find – what is that thing that, okay, this is the thing. There's 12 or 13, you know, 25 different things you could do that are good things for you and your family yeah. or whatever. How do you narrow down to a couple of things that are like, this is the commitment I want to make? I heard someone recently on a podcast I listened to where they said people are like, they want to do, but they're like, what do I do? Or I have, just like you're saying, I have all these ideas. What am I going to do? And the advice the guy gave was, what what is the thing that you always go back to? What's the thing that always comes to your mind if you're, kind of idle you're sitting around or whatever what is the, what is the thing that you think about the most mm. when you're not busy or distracted with all the responsibilities of life but like you're driving the car you're driving to work what are you thinking about yeah what's that thing that always pops in your head like it's generally the thing that you should that you have the deepest like connection with even in your subconscious that you really want to do and kind of start with that yeah and it's i similar thing right i've been trying to be more intentional about just listening to podcasts having to do with discipline, which, you know, ultimately does lead to goals, commitments, and, and just bettering yourself, right? And so one of them in kind of in relation to that is, I, and I, I wish I could remember who it was to like give credit and all that, but basically it was like, okay, write out your goals, mm-hmm. write out the things that you want to accomplish, and it's going to be a bigger list. Yeah. Now... Say somebody has this magic wand and they say, okay, I'm going to take this wand. You pick one item or one goal that you have on this list. And with this magic wand, boom, I can basically, here it is. That one's already done. That one's completed now. Yeah. What would be the one that you pick? And so with that information, right, that's, that's the one you want to shoot for. Because the majority of the time, that's the one that's taking your attention, right? It's yeah. what you're mm-hmm. thinking about. It's what you're focusing on most often. But it kind of helps to visualize it by getting on paper. Yeah. And then, okay, if we if this could be accomplished right now and we could have this done, which one would it be? Yeah. And it's usually going to be which one has the biggest impact on you, which one is going to have the biggest impact on your family, 
um, you know, being that we're all husbands and, and fathers, right? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, at least with where do you get started, right? Like, I think the first thing is you just get all the stuff out of your brain, get it out of your head and get it onto paper where you can visualize it is, is huge. Um, and then from there, you kind of narrow it down to like, okay, what are the ones that are going to be, that I really have passion for? Yeah. What is it that I really want to do and what to accomplish? Um, I think that's kind of how you start. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of how I've been starting this year. Yeah. I know, I know that's something I need to get better at is, is writing things down. You know, I, I had a conversation earlier today about, you know, what is, you know, kind of what is something you want to improve in? And I was like, you know, I've got a lot of stuff that runs through my brain and it's like, I need to get better at writing that down so I can get better at like organizing it, you know, into a list of like, you know, these are the important things that I need to remember. I need to work on, you know, so on and so forth. You know, it's like, I've got, I've got a list of, of jobs that I, I need to apply for. I mean, I don't need to apply for, I want to apply for. Um, you know, but it's one of those things that it's like, I need to remember to do that. Otherwise, at the end of the day, I'm going to be sitting in bed like, oh, crap, I didn't do anything towards that goal. Yeah. Because I forgot about it because just the day got away from me. Yeah. yeah. How does that make you feel when you don't do those things that are on your mind? I beat myself up. Yeah. <laughs> it's more stressful, too, right? It is. It's it more really stressful is, yeah. when you leave. Women women call it open tabs. Okay. Yeah. They have they have open tabs. You think of like an internet yeah, opening. You have all these tabs across the top. They think of open tabs, <laughs> and women have open tabs that run scary for us. Yeah, you know, they they're like all the time, and yeah. you're like, sometimes you don't know it was an open tab until the tab like <laughs> it explodes until it starts making noise. Yeah, this me- <laughs> this message will self destruct, or like except it's going to blow up on you. Yeah, and you're like, I didn't know that you've been thinking about. I've been thinking about that for six months, and it just bothers me all the time. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. okay. But for us too, like as guys, it's like it weighs on you. I notice even my energy, my energy is impacted for the things I need to do on a daily basis. If I have things that I was like I set out to do, yeah, and I didn't do, mm-hmm. and and that and I could have actually done if I was focused to do it, yeah. And then like, oh, I'll get it tomorrow. Like that, you get like that. I think they, I forget they call it some type of of debt, but it's like you get this debt load on yourself of the things you didn't do, mm-hmm. and it just weighs and weighs and weighs and weighs, and it can it can be crippling to the point where you just don't then do anything and it just continues to pile on you. Yeah. But if you do it, it's funny enough, I was listening to a podcast and we hear again, um, they were talking about like high performers and people that are high performers, you would think, Oh, they might be really stressed because they're doing so many things, but they're actually less stressed than people who don't do as many things because the people that don't do many things are often have things they want to do, but they don't do it. Right. So they become stressed because they're not doing it. And then they, don't have time then it backs against the wall and it just like compounds but a high performer get focuses on getting things done and they're just flying through things so then they're actually less stressed because they're they're moving forward and you're Mm. more fulfilled you're not fulfilled if you're not doing the things that you know you should do yeah you know yeah i was just thinking as you were talking about that i was just thinking about uh it's it's almost as if somebody who is not driving towards something right they see somebody who is and they see as see they see that as a lot of activity mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. work right so there's a lot of activity going on in that and so it would be easy to look at it and see this is going to be draining yeah this is going to be exhausting and tiring um but it's actually forward motion and forward momentum that they're building yeah toward a you know pursuing a goal pursuing a a 
not even really an end goal because most of the time you, you get to the accomplishment and you want to celebrate it. But then, especially as men, like we're going to find something else now. Oh, like, yeah. okay, what yeah. am I going to go accomplish next? Yeah. Um, but that's what I thought. Like, that was for whatever reason that was popping into my mind when yeah. you were talking about that, that somebody who is not doing anything, who is probably feeling tired and run down all the time, yeah. uh, seeing somebody who is constantly active is thinking that would be draining. Mm. That would be exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more exhausting to sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Pursuing nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but that's I was just, it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's it. Like as as and as men and as as Christian men, like we are we were created to like create and do and produce. And all of society tells men to don't create don't produce like watch these guys that are producing watch these yeah. other people living their life great but for you you know don't do that get your lazy boy and sit on the couch and entertain and consume and consume yeah and that is a death sentence for us really because oh, yeah. we're not wired that way hmm. but the more we suppress it the 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 worse it gets like right and then you have massive depression in men and men turn to other things that they shouldn't turn to to get some type of fulfillment or energy or whatever and it's like if you're not producing and going you're kind of going against what God, how God designed us to be. And anytime you're not in line with him, well, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I was also thinking, um, you know, for those people that are like the high performers, you know, it's like every time they, they accomplish one, of, even one of their small goals or, or checkpoints, whatever, it's like, there's that dopamine hit yep. of I've just accomplished something, Yeah. you know? And so that kind of helps drive them onto the next point. Yeah. Some mm. days just at work, it's like maybe you're just trudging through and there's a lot of stuff maybe coming at you that you're reacting to. Yeah. And you got your list of things you need to do. And like you, you check off. Like, I, I, there's some days I'm like, man, it's three o'clock and I haven't got any of the things done I need to do today. I get one thing done and I feel such a rush of, and like, like it is the dopamine, such a, such a feeling of accomplishment that I'm like, man, I'm good. You know, I, I did it all. It's, it's not enough, right? But you get that <laughs> just from checking off lists. Yeah. Like, it's, it's awesome checking off your to do, but it's, you can get a, I think that's probably a good thing. If you can get addicted to checking things off of your to-do list, because yeah. it feels good, mm. and it's not a bad addiction, you're accomplishing and achieving. So, yeah. Levi, you're awful quiet. Yeah, Are you in learning I'm, mode? I'm learning mode, yeah. <laughs> I am in learning mode, just taking it in. And, and uh, yeah, no, that, it's really good. I, I think um, I did, as we were talking, I did realize I had a goal of, because I'll read the Bible and then I forget for like three, four days. And I remember it again and I read it again and then I forget or whatever. So I made a goal I, and I made it attainable, something simple. And it came to my mind. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to just read one chapter of Proverbs every day for 30 days and finish out the book. Well, it's 31, I think, but yeah. finish out the book, right? And just create that habit. And I'm on day nine now. And so I've done it. You know, every I think I missed one or two days when we were sick. But I write. I have a little journal. I write down the date and Proverbs one. Write down the date, Proverbs two. Like so, then I can look and see what days did I miss or whatever. But yeah. not to like attack myself, but also to look and see like, oh, this is getting done. And like the more I'm doing it, the more I'm realizing like I think about it every night now. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, I would go three days by accident. I didn't mean to forget. Like it just kind of happened. Like yeah. I wasn't purposefully not doing this. It just. I didn't think about it. And so now that I'm doing it, it was simple and attainable. 
like it's coming to my mind each night like oh yeah I got, I'm gonna do that yep. and it's not so much I gotta do that it's I, I get to do that and I think at the more I do it I can see myself being like I'm gonna read a book in Proverbs and I'm gonna read a book in the New Testament I'm not gonna do that yet but like I'm yeah. feel myself like like it's like a rolling effect like okay I'm yeah. building towards something here and and so, and actually that feeling is what got me talking to my wife, um, about like, Hey, we, we need to set some goals for like, what do we want? Two or three things that in June we want happening for our family and our lives right now. Like yeah. we're yeah. two or three things that six months from now. And then at that time we can do two or three more for the next six months. So, yeah. you know, it was a little thing like that, but it was a goal that I set and, been sticking to and like it's that dopamine effect it does kind of get in you but no i'm listening specifically narrowing down what things do you pick that was a big so yeah i appreciate what you guys are saying on that well the difference that you you just said it not in the same terms but you you kind of had a goal initially to read a proverb a day and then it would time would go by but then you committed to doing it yeah and now you're doing it Mm. and you're feeling that commitment in Mm. yourself and you're holding yourself to that commitment and it matters that you do that and the more you the more you continue to fulfill your commitment to yourself it's happening to you where you're like it becomes a craving to fulfill your commitment yeah. it's important yeah. as guys too cuz you can push it off and push it off and push it off and that you can kind of get in, get in a really bad place and again that, that it's another thing like i said earlier it leads to depression really in, in that cuz you're not doing what you said you told yourself you would do it's like the worst thing you could possibly mm-hmm. do oh yeah to yourself yep. is not, you know, fulfill your commitment. So that's awesome because you're committed. You're committed and now you're doing it. So yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to say about when you talk about your goals, well, you know. Here, sorry, real quick, real quick. So it's funny because you were saying what I wanted to say, right, as you were talking about it. <laughs> there were three things that came into my mind uh, when you were talking. I need to. I'm going to. I want to. Yeah. That's kind of the transition of that, right? So transli- transition, transition of that was I, yeah. I need to do this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Now that you've been doing it, I want to do this. That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was. Yeah. That was all. Go yeah. Ahead. That's exactly. Good. That's really good. So I was thinking about when you said your your goals, like, hey, you want to sit down and say, what do we want to do, two three things or whatever, six months down the line. What's important when we do that, and how you can get commitments in that is like, you got to break it down. So okay, whatever your goal is, maybe your goal is we want to save two thousand dollars in six months. Okay. How are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. What does that look like each month? What does it look like each week? And then what does it look like each day? So that you have a plan that you're on the same page because mm. once you set the goal, then you get to the point, you, you get to reality and today comes and you go, I don't, I'm not really going to do anything towards that goal today. And then a week goes by mm. and you're like, oh, well, am I on track or not on track? If you, if you didn't do that work to know what it's going to take, then you don't really know where you are and then you just it just gets out of control and then you're not going to yeah. ever get it done but if you break it down even to the day and say this is what i have to do and then to the week this is what has to be done this week mm-hmm. so you can say well i'm not going to do the math right here but we got to get 100 bucks a week whatever it is so that's 20 dollars a week dave say 5 days a week okay well i didn't get 20 bucks today on monday so i got to get 40 tomorrow so yeah. i can catch back up right. or i got to get 25 each day the rest of the week to to get it done so you're giving yourself measurable things to help you get there otherwise it's good like uh what is it hope deferred makes the heart sick that's what happens with your goals is you start to just you and your wife 
will just start to get sick about it and just eventually be like, it's just never going to happen. Right. It's never going to happen. And I, I mean, I've, I've set goals and failed so many times and I, I have now it's like narrowed down to just really one thing I'm doing. And it's like, there's other things, but one big thing that I've been pursuing for a couple of years and it's like, I am committed and I'm not stopping and there's not an option and it's, mm. it's on my mind a lot, but I know, I know what I have to do and how I have to go about it. And I know what my schedule is and I always get it done no matter what, like no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what I'm doing, because I know what, I know why I'm doing it. And I've learned from all the past stuff where I've set goals and whatever else. And also it helps my wife to see that I'm sticking to something and right. her, her, her respect <clears throat> for me increases yeah. because she sees no matter how hard it gets or no matter if he's achieving it or like achieved it or made it or not, he's not relenting. And if I'm capable of doing that in one area, I'm capable of doing it in every area. And it makes them like, even if you haven't made it yet, they see your commitment and then they feel secure, which is yeah. their, you know, number one need mm-hmm. yeah. in you and their confident, your confidence goes up and their confidence in you goes up and it's just, yeah, it's good. It's great. Yeah. yeah I like it too, because one of the things we've done like a vision board, right? We've put a vision board up and, and put all the things on it and stuff like that. And like, they're not really goals like a day this week. What are we going to accomplish here and now to get to this end goal or whatever? Because it's just like, I wrote just down desires. Like, it was just a desire. Like, I really hope, yeah, Yeah. we would really want this thing or we would really want this thing. And so, you know, we write down these things, but we didn't ever um, make it a commitment and say, okay, what needs to be done this week for this goal that's six months from now or or whatever it might be, even probably even farther for some things, like like a house or something like that, Mm -hmm. saving for a home. And so different things like that, like, okay, but what, what needs to be done this week for that? That's really... That's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's attainable and then you know. Exactly. And you guys get on the same page. That's the biggest thing. Having like, buy in. You're on, yeah, you got buy in from both of you. It makes it more complex when it's a husband and wife planning goals because you both have to be bought into it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's also, you know, when you do write those things down, it you can then break it down to figure out, okay, how are the steps? You know, we're gonna save X amount of money every week towards this goal of two thousand dollars you know and it's so it's it is when you have something written down and it's like you know you're writing you know levi you're writing down desires and and where you and shanae want to be you know kind of you could structure that how you write that down a little better or a little differently to make it sound like a goal and then okay what are the steps we're going to do you know like your goal of you know reading the Bible more and reading Proverbs, you know, I mean, it's kind of a simple, but it's like, okay, there's one step, read the Bible, you know, but it's, I mean, you can take, you know, you can make steps to it. Yeah. You're building momentum and you're still building momentum towards those other things. Sometimes it's starting at like a, I'm not saying you're starting at a basic level, but it's like you start with just something simple that you can continue to achieve and accomplish and then you build confidence in yourself and then you can expand even beyond that you start with where you're at you know and so this is something that i'd heard i think yesterday i was listening to some jordan peterson right and so one of the things that he was talking about was like you don't you don't compare what you're doing to the person next to you 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 compare yourself to who you were yesterday that's good right so yesterday i didn't read the chapter today i'm going to read the chapter was today was who I am today better than who I was yesterday? Yeah, and you you do it with smaller things first. Um, 
Just yeah. like anybody who you know, we were talking about earlier, anybody who's you're, who you're looking at and is this driven person who has momentum and has and is doing the things that you want to be doing, they started where you probably are now. Yeah. You know, um, which I mean, then you can get, there's a whole yeah. <laughs> ton of avenues you can go to. Like, okay, you need to get people around you that are doing those things and you need to find accountability and yeah. you know, seek out yeah. knowledge in areas that, in the areas that you want to move forward in. But, um, <clears throat> but really it's, it's so easy to compare where anybody else is. And this is just in, in anything in general, right? Oh, yeah. You know, in finances and in health, you know, fitness and, um, their family life, whatever it is, like it's so easy to compare where you're at to these other people rather than looking inward and saying, okay, all this external noise aside, yeah, I'm going to be real with myself and say, this is where I am. May not look real good, yeah. but be honest with yourself and mm-hmm. determine, okay, what do I need to do tomorrow to be better than who I was today? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. I think from a practical perspe- practical perspective, you know, journal. A lot of people are successful. You talk about journaling and the value of journaling, and really, if you journal in the morning to say these are the things I'm going to do today, and you write it down, this is my intention or what I'm what I'm committing myself to do, and then at night you can go and say, okay, what did I do? What did I not get done? Why didn't I get it done? And then you can you're reflecting in yourself to then train your brain like the next day. Oh, I didn't get something done because this distraction popped up. Well, then you're you're equipping yourself to the next day to say that is distraction is not going to get me again, and then you're better yeah. prepared for the next day to then keep yourself moving forward. And it it matters. Like it's just so easy. Every day, every day matters. There's a book called The Slight Edge, and every like you're growing or you're dying in in every area. Mm-hmm. Every day you're growing, you're dying. Yeah. Health is the easiest thing to think of. You're either getting in better shape or you're getting in worse shape. There is no stagnation. Yeah. Right. If time is going forward. You're getting, you're improving or you're declining. Yeah. In anything that you do. You know, it's funny that you mentioned journaling because I've got a blank journal here on my desk that I'm like, that's my, that's one of my goals for this year is I want to get a handle on that. So, <laughs> yeah. So what, I, I, yeah. Well, like, let's talk about some goals, right? So, what does that goal look like? for you um i mean for me it's uh it's to actually be faithful in writing in it every day and it's kind of like what i mentioned earlier because i know that i've got so much going on through my brain and i there's there's no organization to what's going on in my brain um it's crazy i i know you said derek earlier that it's it's a lot of women with the open tabs but at times that's how my brain works. Sure. Um, and it is, you know, but I've got three or four tabs playing music and it's just, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, full disclosure, I will wake myself up at three in the morning. My brain just going a hundred miles an hour mm. for yeah. no reason. Yeah. No reason whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it's just one of my goals is get to, to learn to journal this year. I have a, I won't get into the specifics, but I have something I can send to you that can help. Uh, it's just a daily thing to fill out and it includes your calendar too, but you like to write out and it gives you some thoughts Yeah. of like some intentional things to think about when you start your day, some goals for the day. It's very practical, but it's, it helps, it helps free you and it also will help. I, I understand the whole like 3am wake up thing. Cause that, that used to happen to me a lot until I got kind of narrowed down to what a like what mattered most and what I really wanted to do so then if I did wake up 
it wasn't in the middle of the night with like my brain racing. Yeah. It was more like I woke up early because like I think my body and my mind are energized to start the day and do the things that I've that I want to do. Like it's an excitement yeah. that happens. Um, not something that can kind of be an anxiety inducing and then cause you to not get sleep. <laughs> yeah. <I can> totally <laughs> yeah. relate to that. And and do you have a do you have a picture of yourself on the podcast? Do people know what you look like? No. So Luke is the furthest thing from a woman referring to open tabs if he does not. He's got about Appreciate a 12-inch beard, and he's he's not a fat guy, He's just but he's bigger than the three of us in the room combined, probably. He's just a beast of a combined. dude. So combined. even the manliest of men can have open tabs. It doesn't yes. make them a woman by any That's means. Right. But I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this, Luke. And we're, yeah. So... What real like why why do you really want a journal like I you kind of talk about it a little bit but like yeah why do you really want to do it what, I, what burns inside about it I want to do it because I know that I have a lot of wasted time in my day and I know part of it is because I don't have a good plan for what to accomplish um, because like my big goals of what I want to do you know. I, w- I want to grow this podcast. You know, I want to get you guys on more often, if not on a regular basis. Um, there's a couple other guys, a few other guys that I want to get on on a regular basis. Um, you know, so I want to I want to grow this, and not for this to be just a podcast, but the idea of what if this kind of morphs into a men's ministry. You know, how can I help men and also learn how to be a man myself? Um, or a better man. Um, you know, my wife and I, we have a podcast that, you know, it's like we, we need to get it on a better schedule and, you know, get that planned out. We have other plans and aspirations alongside that as far as marriages and relationships. Um, I've got my business of woodworking and building furniture. So I almost every day I have some kind of new furniture design going through my brain of, you know, oh, this would be really cool if I could build this. And and I, I know I could build this. And this is, if I just put these pieces together this way and 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 carve it this way, I, it'll be an amazing piece and, and it's awesome. So it's just, you know, those things plus work plus, you know, yeah. my kids and, you know, stuff going on at church. It's like, I've got all these things that it's like, I know I don't take care of because I don't have them written down. And it just, becomes a jumbled mess. It looks like it looks like I'm staring at a pile of laundry like yeah. okay, now what? And then I end up not doing anything with it because it's just a big messy pile and I'm like, uh, it stinks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I took I totally get that. This the the one pager I was telling you about like it actually has your calendar from like 7 or 6 to 7 p.m. and like every half hour. Okay. And even though you might, we have a digital world, right? Like I have my personal calendar and then I have my work calendar. I have different things on there. Still write it down every single day. Yeah. And it revealed to me, I go, dang, I got a lot more time than I realized I had. Yeah. Uh, I waste a lot more time than I realized I wasted. And it was motivating and inspiring. I actually took a weight off me. And it was funny because I could look at a gap on my digital calendar and be like, oh, man, you know, it, it would feel like kind of small and tight. But then I write it all out. I'm like, I got plenty of time to get these things done. Yeah. And and I'm actually going to get more done. And then you feel more energized by it and you get clarity. Um, 
So I would just encourage you in, in that is even like the why that you were just telling us, like just start with writing all that out and get yeah. that yeah. stuff on paper. So like yeah. it becomes more real and tangible to you. And so you can look at it and then kind of determine like what's the priorities, yeah. you know, what's the really the most important, what really burns for you in the inside. And if some things don't as much right now, like it's okay to be like, that's going to come later. Just yeah. put it aside because that's the worst thing we can do is, uh, well, you know, our, our, uh, Dustin Smith, the former worship pastor of the church we go to out in Nashville now, recording artist, amazing guy, right? Yeah. He always talks about like narrowing, narrowing your life. And he's talking about, he's talking about God, but na- like narrow the purpose, narrow the things, what's really the most important. And if you can't do it all, do what's the most important and save the other stuff, Yeah. you know, for later. But the enemy wants us paralyzed in our brains and, yeah. and to the point where we don't take action because we have great things that will come out of us yeah. by taking action. So what's the best thing for him to do is just paralyze us and keep us still and, and keep us where we are distracted. Yeah. All the things, right? <laughs> yeah. The phone, the phone, the internet, the, you know, e- even people, the sports, whatever to be like, all right, I guess I got to get this out of here. But I think there's just, we have to, we can't be afraid of self, of wanting to seek out self-improvement and do those things to, for us to get better. I think sometimes in Christian circles, it's like, well, I'll just pray and, you know, <laughs> take care of it. It's like, no, there's practical like there's practical skills that you can acquire and learn and habits that we can build to help us get where we want to go. Like we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And if we're willing to seek those things out, starting small and just committed, like I'm gonna achieve something, I'm gonna accomplish this, then we can we can get there. Yeah. And there's plenty of information out there. But really it goes back to why are you doing it? And then if the why is real, yeah. like real honest, like real raw, if it really matters to you then you'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've read, I've, I've listened to a couple of books by, uh, Simon Sinek. Yeah. The, the why, you know, start uh-huh. with why. And, uh, he did another one. Leaders, the leaders eat last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really good. So, yeah, I listen to a lot of books, especially when I'm working on the, mm-hmm. on furniture and stuff when I'm yeah. woodworking. Yeah. It's, it's, some people are like, don't listen to stuff, otherwise you'll cut off a finger. And I'm like, it helps me focus and <laughs> keeps my brain straight. <laughs> hey, we're all different. Yeah. And uh, I heard something else as far as like goals and all. And it, and I don't know if this would necessarily apply just to like the high achievers or pretty much to anybody. Um, but I want to say it was Elon Musk. Uh, and I could be totally wrong. He at one point said, you know, like, figure out what is your five-year plan. Now, do what you can to accomplish all of that in six months. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, But what he said was, he's like, you're going to sit there and focus super hard. You're going to hyper-focus on your five-year plan for six months. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to accomplish it. But think of how much farther along you're going to be in six months. Yeah. You know, because I've I've heard something else. If you give yourself, you know, let's say you're doing laundry, you're cleaning your room. If you give yourself eight hours to clean your room, you will take eight hours to clean your room. Yeah. If you give yourself 30 minutes, you will take 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You probably you're, still take 30 minutes, but it's at that seven and a half hour mark where you yeah. start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, it's kind of funny. There's a... Uh, Part of it, right? Like I know with mentors that you've had and um, things that you and I have talked about. Um, but you know, one of the things He's is talking to me. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, we're, the audio, the, the audio audience us. cannot see who <laughs> so you're pointing Derek, at. Uh, but uh, one of the things that you know, Derek, you and I have talked about, and we've heard before, and I'm, you guys may have heard, is like, a, you know, kind of a common saying: "Live like no one else now, so that you can live like no one else later." Right? Yeah. yeah. It's something. Yeah, Dave Ramsey lines. has a version of that. I've heard some others too. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of interesting. Like there was this. There was this video, this little uh, clip that I had seen of, um, like, the ice speed skating. Hmm. And it was a long-distance one. It's like a 13 or 14, 13-and-a-half 13 lap race. Traditionally, everyone kind of coasts yeah. for the first seven laps. Hmm. In the last five, six or so, everyone starts jockeying for position. Well, in this one particular race, the uh, it, was, it was a women's race, this one particular racer... Did what nobody else did, and immediately took off. So the race starts. Boom, she's just going. She gets to the point where she catches back up to the group, so has basically lapped them, and now coasts behind them the entirety of the race. Yeah, did all yeah. the effort first, right? Kind of like we're talking about, do as much as you can. Yeah, at the beginning, not so that you can just coast, but yeah, ends up being an entire lap ahead of everybody. Gets first. Yeah, I. Uh, did you send that to me? No, I saw I, the same video. I saw that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was so it was like it was the amazing. Chinese. It was uh, like the Chinese speed skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it was. I mean, that particular. This doesn't really apply, but the funny thing was, it's like doing the countdown of each of the laps, yeah. and and the people that were in front of her, but technically behind a lap. You know, it's showing one lap left on that last one. They think it's about them, and they yeah. still have another lap to go. Yeah, and and her teammate who was in like fourth or fifth. Yeah. Ended up getting second because everyone else slowed down and stopped. And she, yeah, yeah. they did like the finishing move, like <laughs> yeah. they did to put the skateboard. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, it was so funny, <laughs> but smart. Like how smart? Yeah. To, oh yeah. To do that, yeah, just and to it, do what's different than everyone and could else, could potentially change the entirety of how that race is run now. Mm. You know? Yeah. But right. Um, but just kind of interesting how she's willing. Like, no, I'm going to go hard and fast right now. Yeah. And I'm going to exert all my energy or everything that I have, get in front and getting further ahead. So that it becomes easier for me in the later. Yeah. Yeah. That's now, good. But yeah, that was it was interesting. Yeah. Watching that. <laughs> that's really good. I another point I wanted to make on this topic was thinking of like, you know, you we make or you might make your plans or we make our plans, but you might think you want something because it's maybe gonna fill it's gonna fill maybe a void that you have in the side, but are you really like where's it coming out of? Mm. Um one thing that like I pursued a lot of different endeavors for the benefit for the sake of just like making money and being wealthy. Yeah. Um, and I did it out of what I wanted, but I never did it out of a place of what is what does God want from me? Mm. Yeah. And I I changed that. I, I about five years ago. I think it's about five years ago now. Is I I gave it up. It was in a prayer time where I just helped, heard the Lord say, "Stop what you're doing," and like you never asked me to do what you're doing now, and it was like the future that I planned for myself. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I was having great success. I actually had my most successful month of three years of what I was doing when that happened. And it was like a shot in the gut. Like you've been trying to operate in things that you thought you wanted, but it's not really who I made you to be or who you really like, really, it's not going to fulfill you. You're going to be empty Yeah. still. And so I think it's important for us to lay down, really lay, lay down our desires, give them up to God and say, what do you really want with me? And, when it's backed by him, when he's given you the, you know, the direction or the permission, 
then you have the energy for those things. Then you have the clarity. Then you don't have the stress, and you know you're like you're operating in what his what his desire is for you in your life. Yeah. And it really, you really starting there is even more important than like the the why, because the why I think what we'll find is the why to us is empty unless we really have God kind of foundationally at the core of why we're doing something or he's he's leading us in that. Yeah. Because when he's when he's uh, kind of anointed you or told you like this is what you're doing. Then he's going to give you the the path and the direction and the things that you need to do. Yeah. Sometimes the steps you're just like I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll light, he'll guide you through it because yeah. it's what he wants you to do. But if we're operating out in our own will and what we what we think we want, you know, we can struggle and beat our head against the wall. Yeah. Over and over again. Agreed. So. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Levi? Ah, this is really. I'm gonna good. call. I'm gonna keep calling you out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's really good, and and uh, I'm definitely learning, learning to, and 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 yeah, I feel like an open slate too this year. Um, just kind of had a had an experience recently with me and my family that kind of just emptied everything out and cleaned everything just to but to the bare minimum, the base, so that everything could be worked on from the base up, and and. Um, and so it's a really good opportunity right now because I've kind of been in a mode where I'm like, okay, I feel more of an ability to accomplish and do, but like, what are the things to do? What mm-hmm. should I actually put focus on? And and then we start. You brought up the topic about goals, and that has really gotten me thinking since you mentioned it. And so, no, this is really, this has really been good. That's good. Awesome, Devin. Yeah, I mean, similar with Levi, um, with his reading of chapter a day, right? Like. It's easier because it's I want to read like it maybe I want to read the Bible, but I want to read a chapter a day, so it's broken it down to now a day day goal basically. I've been doing the same thing with uh, Killing Kryptonite by John Bevere, okay. and it was it was a book that he wrote basically uh, kind of for the purpose of reading through a chapter a day. Okay, uh, but the one of the big things is there's an action item, and it may be as simple as like. Take 10 minutes and think about this, you know, meditate on it, or it could be write these things down. What are you thinking? Write it down. Um, but yeah, there's, this is what I'm going to do each day. Not just, not just to check the box, but now there's an action point. I'm going to do that action item. Um, and no matter what, before I go to bed, it, some, there's been a couple nights where it's been 1231 o'clock and I'm like, well, shoot, I haven't read, I haven't read yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go do it. Uh, yeah, and so since I started that, you know, it's been again, it's been short. It's only been like I'm on day six, I think now. Okay, but each day I have I've read through a chapter. Um, but it's and it, and again, it may be this small, small thing, but um, but it's improving me. I'm better than who I was yesterday. It's yeah. good just by doing this and creating and building the discipline. Yeah, um, so that. When this is done, okay, now I, I can move on to bigger things in a sense. And yeah. um, man, you said any final thoughts? I'm like, we flew by. <laughs> on <our> t- yeah, <laughs> felt like we were just getting started, but yeah. Um, but yeah, and we've we've also so the three of us, Derek, Levi, and myself, along with another friend of ours, and we've been intentional as well about we meet on a on a Zoom call or a Google Meets call um, once a week. Yeah, and we do it for an hour. Um, but I mean, that's been, that's been good. You know, there are things that Levi was going through that kind of helped also even just open the doors for each of us and stuff that 
I've been going through. And I mean, it's, it's just been good for all of our families. Yeah. Um, but it was, again, it was just some, not really a goal, but it's like, we had talked about, Hey, we want to have more accountability. We want to be more intentional about it. That was kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. And cause we, we'd hang out, you know, once or twice a week with all of our families and our kids play together. But, um, we'd sit around and just watch football or yeah. whatever. Not really ever. Like mm-hmm. we were close in proximity, but we realized like, Oh, we really don't know each other yeah. that mm-hmm. well in yeah. a sense. And so, um, we made a commitment. Yeah. Once a week, we're going to do this. And now we are seeing the fruit of having yeah. been doing this for a month and a half. Something like that. Something, maybe a couple yeah. months now. Uh, two yeah, months. It's maybe. been over two. Yeah. Two months. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's again, we had something we wanted to do, set a commitment, and now each of us look forward. I mean, I look forward to yeah. the yeah, call that we're going to have each week. So, yeah. That's awesome. Derek, anything? Know why, you're, know why you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. It's good. It all starts there. You can find all the practical stuff online about how to plan, how to do this, how to do that. But like the real core of it is why are you, why are you setting the goal? Yeah. And you got to be honest with yourself. And if you're not wanting to stick to it, it doesn't energize you. It's not really what you want. So start with God, though. Yeah. And see what he wants you to do and seek him about your life and and then see what doors he opens up. And he'll, he'll, he knows. Yeah. You know, the, the Proverbs, you know, man makes his plans but the Lord directs his steps, like, just see what he wants you to do, and he's going to direct you in the in the right place. And his and his plans will be better than yours. Yeah. And they'll ultimately will be what you want anyway. You just might not know it. Yeah. Until yeah. you do that. Yeah. I'd probably I'd probably leave with, um, you know, write write your write down your goals. Mm. You know, and especially if you have like a wife or something, you know, get that get that buy in, but also kind of get that accountability partner. Um, yeah. You know, because I I know. It's been talked about, but it hasn't really been like talked about, you know, as far as like an accountability partner, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that can like hold your feet to the fire. Like, you know, hey, yeah. are you actually doing this? You know, what yeah. steps have you taken towards your goal, towards your commitment? You know, so. Yeah, I would, I would say your your wife can your wife can be good, but I would say some close friends that are right. close man friends. Yeah. They can say, hey, you're being an idiot. Because if your wife says that, you might not receive it well but like on our accountability call that we have when we get together it's like it's like hey whatever you need to say this is the forum like this is the place to do it the time yeah. and the place to do it and it's set apart and we all come ready for that yeah. um and it's it, it can maybe not put a strain on the marriage necessarily if yeah <laughs> as men if your wife's calling you out a little bit sometimes you can be like buck up against her even if she's right yeah you know but if it's your buddies you can get pissed off at your buddy but you'll be cool yeah later because he'll let it go and you'll let it go, but the wives, you know, they're a little more emotional than we are, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be more challenge. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Um, like I said, I will have you back. Uh, we will work out something with our calendars. Sounds good. So. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Yep. All right, guys, stay fit. Be well. Yeah.